and hello. That's right, this is live. I mean, really live here on Rogue Grace. It's good to be with you. This is Peter John. Glad to be alive today. Glad to be breathing, seeing, hearing. You know, the fact is, is that I would not mind being in heaven. And in fact, I almost was a couple of times these past few weeks. But if I'm not going to be in heaven, then I'm glad to be here. And in fact, I know that God has much for me in terms of at least my kids, my wife, but also here on Rogue Grace and with you. So for those things, I can't tell you how grateful I am to to still have life, to be alive. And so you're tuned in to a live edition of Rogue Grace, and it is the 10 a.m. version, in case you are podcasting. And uh, I think for this week, I'll just do 10 a.m. And then hopefully next week we'll go perhaps back to the two episodes, the two versions, one at 10 and then one at three of this episode or this radio program. We'll see. But uh, anyways, it's good to be here and uh, thanks you for for your prayers. Thank you for your cards. Thank you for your support. Um, I'm amazed. I, I, I don't know what it entirely is or the combination of things. Perhaps it's because I'm a Corson and you have so much um, affection, rightly so, by the way, for my dad and the things that he has done, and because I'm his son, then you also care for me. Thank you. Maybe there's a few of you that have been reached or blessed by my Bible studies or my radio programs, and you've let me know, and I say thank you. And there's others, maybe not even listening right now, that are just associated with me because of our kids and school and neighborhood and that kind of stuff. Whether you're listening or not, thank you. And uh, uh, I can get some kind of details from my my wife and from my dad, who were both there um, during those weeks in the hospital. But entirely, I don't really know. So uh, I'll I can can try to tell you where where I've been and what has happened and maybe give you some things, but still, I'm still trying to put some things together myself, uh, like we all are, in fact, in our lives, <laughs> trying to put things together. And um, I don't even really know how I ended up in the hospital, quite frankly. Um, I think my wife talked me into it. Uh, she somehow convinced me that I needed to head into the hospital. And I I think from what I'm told, I was um, hesitating 
I was definitely uh, not wanting to go, but finally I went. And then I was there for six weeks. <laughs> so uh, what happened during those times? I, I really can't say. Um, I had brain surgery twice. I had all kinds of stuff in my brain. So that explains why I am the way I am. So at least I can explain that. Why I am the way I am. Because I've got brain issues. Um, but um, from what I'm told, I didn't make any sense talking or speaking about life or what I wanted. My, my, my brain was backwards because of things that the things that were growing on it. But one thing I could talk about and did uh, with my dad was sing hymns. <laughs> I guess from what I'm told, I sing them perfectly and loudly and um, verse by verse. So it goes to show you guys that there is something deeper than even the psyche that the Lord is able to minister to and work in, in the hearts, the spirits of his believers, of his people. Now, I'm not talking because I'm remembering. I don't remember any of it. I'm talking from what I'm told, that I was out of my mind in every way, except when it came to the Word of God and when it came to the songs uh, that we sing, the old songs. So, the Lord is working in you and I in deeper ways than we even understand. <laughs> That's the thing. Even deeper than the, the psychological aspects that we're aware of. We might even call it the subconscious that's what we might call it. That God calls it your spirit. That is deeper than your understanding, than your senses, deeper than what you're able to consciously understand. And it's a beautiful thing to realize that the things of God and his spirit are just that. They're spirit and life. And so I, I'm, I'm speaking from experience of what I'm told I was going through. By God's grace, during those, what, five or six weeks that I was in the hospital, I suppose I was very spiritual. That's what I'm told. That I was not um, carnal or, you know, a partier or anything. But the things that I did talk about were the things of the Bible. Um and the reason I'm saying that is because this is that's all God. I I have no idea. I I, I think it, the things of God and his spirit um are so deep that they go beyond the conscious and they go deeper than even you or I realize that you can be out of it like I was. Um but you can still be in it when it comes to the spirit and when it comes to God. That's what I understand from what I went through. 
So about hmm, a couple weeks ago, I came back around. <laughs> I, from, from what I'm told, little by little. And then I began to walk and I began to um, be able to kind of get around. And it took a while, but now I'm pretty much probably 90, 95% back to where I was by God's grace. And it really is. I mean, the doctor that, that was overseeing um, my surgery and the things that I was going through as far as what I was experiencing in my head, um, he didn't know how it would turn out. I could have been handicapped for the rest of my life. I could have died easily. So that's what he told my wife uh, before he did the surgery, surgeries, I should say, a couple of them. And um, he's shocked at the progress that the Lord has allowed me to experience. Um, I'm amazed, quite frankly. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm still trying to put together what the Lord is wanting, what the Lord is doing. I, I don't know if I ever will completely. I may. Um, but I think that there's going to be some things that I won't even know until we do get to heaven. And that's fine because I feel, I feel the peace of God. I really do. I feel, I sense his spirit um, in my life, in my heart. I, I'm never, quite frankly, just between us, I'm never upset. I'm never angry. Um, and, and I think that's all because God, really. It's because of the Lord. My my wife was in the hospital with me, and when she wasn't there, my dad was. And so um, I got a lot of the scripture <laughs> when I was there, and I got a lot of support from them. Um, no one else was really allowed to come into the hospital room where I was so much because of the situation. So those two um, were helping me along and my wife probably more physically, although my dad did too, but my dad more spiritually. So I was well attended, let me tell you. Let me say that I, I, I walk away from that and I feel like I'm loved, I'm cared for, and it's a great thing. So... I'm still trying a little bit to put together some of the things that God wants to show me and teach me. I don't know them all, quite frankly, between you and me. I don't know all of the things. I thought that I was kind of on a path that the Lord had. Um, I loved teaching and preaching from the Word of God and here on K Apple, and I still do. I, I think that's what He still wants me to do. But um, I'm, st I'm wondering why he allowed that curveball to come. And I'm still praying and working through that. But for the church, I want you to know that um, you were there for me. You were, you were there for me in prayer. You were there for me in 
bringing to our home dinners. You are there for me in cards and mail, and I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. I feel more welcome and embraced than I ever have. And I'll, I'll, I'll never feel, again, as though I have anything to demonstrate or to prove. I feel at home. I can't say I necessarily felt that way before this. I felt like perhaps that I needed to continue to serve and to love and to teach. And that's fine. But now I feel like I'm home. I'm, I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm grateful. I have hundreds and hundreds of letters. I have all, I've had all kinds of meals brought to our house. I mean, we are so, my family is so blessed because of you guys and, and the church. It's amazing. People that go to our church, people that go perhaps to another church in, in the valley, but used to go to our church. I mean, it is really amazing. And I didn't know, I, I had no idea that that was the fullness of, uh, of what people saw me as or thought of me as. And, but now I do. It's, it's truly amazing. So thank you. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your care. Thank you for rooting me on. I, I could easily be in a different state or condition than I am now but I'm not. And it's no accident. It's not coincidence. It is completely by God's grace, but also because you um, have been praying for me and have been interceding on my behalf. I, I know that that had a huge part to play in determining what my state was going to be, whether I was still alive or conscious like I am now, it's amazing to me. So I can't necessarily yet say, this is what I learned and this is what I got. And thus saith the Lord be from that experience. I'm still kind of trying to, I don't know, get my, uh, my thoughts together if they ever will come together. Um, I do know I have a peace that passes understanding like I've never had in my whole life. You can even ask my wife and kids. I am never, I, know, I, I wasn't before, but <laughs> quite frankly, but even now I, I, I'm just not stressed out. Um, I'm not worried. I think that I see that there's a bigger picture. The longer I live, like probably you, the more I see the things that I was so worried about when I was younger, in my 20s, in, in my 30s even, about anything, whether it's legacy or finances or um, ministry, I, I see that, you know what? The Lord is going to work out what He wants to, when He wants to. Why don't you just relax? And that has been my ministry. That has been my philosophy for the, for the past few years 
about grace and I wrote a book about it and what have you and still is. And I think that um, this is just another um, confirmation about the sovereignty of God and his grace. He really is in control. And the less that I try to take control of things and the less that I try to make it happen, quite frankly, the happier I am. (laughs) That's the way it works. As long as I'm trusting in God, not pushing him away, not brushing him off, but truly walking with God, all things do work together for good. Walking with the Lord, you seek first the kingdom of God, and yes, all these other things just are added unto us. So, the hospital stay was, I wish I could say, fascinating. I just don't remember it very much. I, I remember more when I got home a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, than I do at the hospital. But um, I remember one thing. Besides my, my dad and my wife, I remember something very early on, which is amazing because um, I remember nothing on, on, on each side of this. But a friend of mine came up from California and visited me when he found out what happened. His name is Craig Whitaker. He was my boss, so to speak, in California the past six or seven years before I moved up here. And because I moved up here, um, there was a little bit of awkwardness when I, when I was down there at the end. Um, let's just say they didn't want, they weren't happy. They weren't cheering when I said, I'm going to Oregon. <laughs> But I felt like God was leading me, guiding me to Oregon. And so it wasn't mean, it wasn't bad, but it was a little tense, so to speak. But when he found out I was in the hospital, he came and visited, and I remember that. And, um, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the, the relationships that God brings us into that last a lifetime. And so he came up and saw me for, I think, five minutes, but I remember it. And uh, I guess that's how much I, it meant to me. That's how deeply uh, I felt when he came in and saw me. Because, you know, I guess I was kind of assuming that my relationships down south, well, that was a great season, but now it's just a new season because folks weren't they weren't, let's just say they weren't doing cartwheels when they found out I was moving up to Oregon. But that shows me that there's relationships that go deeper than even circumstances. So he came up and saw me, which is here one day, and, and I, that's all I really remember, um, except for my dad and, and my wife. And uh, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the the friendship that I was able to make down there. And uh, so what do I go, what do I do now? That's the question. And I'm just kind of asking that myself. <laughs> uh, I'm loving coming to church. 
I'm loving listening to the word being preached by my dad. Yesterday, I heard my brother was at church for both services. And uh, I love coming to Wednesday night. For me, I'm praying. I'm asking God, what, what do you have for me, Lord? What do you have for my family? My beautiful wife is going to nursing school, going to college right now, getting credits to become a nurse. And I think I'm kind of the inspiration behind that because of all the nursing she's had to do for me. I think she realizes that it's good to nurse. It's good to help people that are hurting. So uh, she's doing that. My kids are going to school. And everybody's doing well. I'm really happy. I'm really blessed to see how stable my family is in light of what we've gone through the past several weeks. It goes to show how faithful God is. That when you sow, like I've been able to do, um, over the years, that that you're not sowing into nothingness, that there's a harvest that will always be there, even if you're not there, like I was. <laughs> It'll still be there. So um, my wife's doing an, amaz- an awesome job um, continuing to parent them as well as go to school. Uh, she goes to school while they're at school, and then she's done when they're done. So She's got it pretty well wired, I gotta admit. I'm really proud. I'm really happy with what she's doing. And uh, so she's doing that. They're doing that. My parents are doing that. My mom, when I was in the hospital, my mom decided to step it up. I mean, she always has been involved in my kid's life. My mom um, always takes out the girls on Monday and Wednesday. I mean, that's what she does. But she took it even to another level when I needed her, when I was out of it. And so they bonded with her when my dad was with me. And my wife was with me and them and at school and all that stuff. So here I am. And I'm looking forward to teaching uh, here on Rogue Grace with you. I don't know exactly how well I'm doing mentally. (laughs) I don't know what exactly I'm capable of or not. We'll find out as we go through the book of Jonah in the next uh, few days. Um, We'll see what the Lord has. And um, I think that though I might not be a capable uh, pastor as much uh, mentally, that perhaps though, Spiritually, the Lord is doing some great things in my heart, in my life. So let's take a song break and we'll be back to kind of begin to introduce some of the things we're going to do on this program if the Lord tarries in the next few days. Okay, so we'll be right back. There's a sweetness in your presence All your children running home Singing songs of exaltation Lifting up your name There's a sweetness in your presence All your children running home 
singing songs of exaltation, lifting up your name in the land of my father. is so good. He is so kind. At the same time, life is kind of rough, isn't it? It can be. <laughs> I know it can be for you. It can be for me. I, I think about my own life. My mom died when I was a kid. Uh, my sister died when I was in high school. I got Crohn's disease after high school. And then this that I just went through, I'm ready to go to heaven pretty soon. I don't know about you. Only though, when the Lord wants me to, and in fact, I'm glad I'm not there now. I'm like Paul, who said, I, I, I wish I was in heaven, but I'm glad I'm not. You know when he said that in Philippians? And that's the way I feel, particularly because my kids... One's a freshman in high school and the other's an eighth grader. And then I have a couple of girls, beautiful girls in Jacksonville Elementary. So I know that I've got responsibilities 
but um, I'm looking forward to going to heaven because of the things that I've been through. My mom is in heaven. My sister is in heaven. My grandpa, who died in his 60s, is in heaven. And then the things that I've gone through, you know? But I guess that kind of keeps me uh, having a light touch. And the more that I go through, the lighter touch I have. <laughs> because the, re the more I realize that life is fragile, it's short. You know that? You know that. And I'm, I'm finding that out, not only theologically, which I always love to study. I love theology. I, I love God's word. But physically, I find that out practically. It's funny because I forgot a lot of stuff that I'm gaining my memory back from. But one thing I never even came close to forgetting, according to my, my pop and my wife, was God's word. Isn't that amazing? My theology, my understanding of scripture, and I still don't. I, I remember the verses. I remember the dispensations. I remember the stories and the applications. Is every bit as much as before I, I, I went down. Now there's a lot of things I don't remember, or I'm just learning again. But that is one thing that stays with me. Isn't that amazing? You just have to wonder how powerful God's word is. When Jesus said spirit and truth, it's not just truth, it's spirit too. The things that we study, whether you're reading in morning devotions or study in, in the, the, the church, are going down deep, deeper than I think we even understand. So I still remember everything in the scripture. I still understand the Bible like I did before. It's a beautiful thing. And that's why I'm, I have my Bible right here. And that's why I'm glad that I get to, to be on, on the radio um, because I'm looking forward. We're going to be doing the book of Jonah. Um, I think we were doing, if I remember right, Second Corinthians or something like that. First Corinthians, perhaps. No, 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 no. We were doing Hebrews. There it is. We were doing Hebrews before I went down. So we'll resume that at some point. But I just feel like doing Jonah <laughs> for probably pretty obvious reasons. But uh, there's a lot of great things in the book of Jonah. Uh, I think you're really going to be blessed. I hope so. As we consider the guy who came out of the whale with bleached skin, <laughs> probably no clothes, uh, didn't even want to see the city saved, and yet it was. So that'll be a great study we do, probably starting tomorrow, probably. And, um, then maybe after that, we'll go back to the book of Hebrews. I'm not sure, but I'm looking forward to that. Thank you for all of your support for the radio program, even, that I haven't been on for, for several weeks now. I'm getting a lot of 
feedback from people saying, we miss you on the radio. We love the radio program. I was surprised, in fact, but pleasantly surprised at how the Lord uses my voice by his grace, how he uses the radio and the podcasts. So we'll, if that's what God wants, we'll continue on doing that. And uh, sharing from the scripture, sharing from life, Sharon from life. Hmm. I guess I have a lot to say. I, I guess I'll say it little by little as I kind of process and pray about it. As I kind of continue to develop. Um, because I, I think that the Lord does want to use this time in my life. For what? I'm just beginning to get, I think. But I, I know I know that one thing I'm grateful for is my family and my church family. I have been so supported and blessed. Good grief. I can't believe it. I haven't even been in the valley for a year yet. And yet, it feels like I've been here my whole life because of the support I'm getting from you guys and from folks. It's amazing to me. I can't, I, I just, I, you know what? I, I, I can't say that I'm stronger than I've ever been. When I was a kid, I used to lift weights. <laughs> can't say that I'm healthier than I've ever been, but I can say that I'm happier than I've ever been. And A, it has to do with God. And B, it has to do with God's people. For some reason, you guys love me. If you really knew me, you probably would be um, affected. But what you do know, you love. And I'm more of a people person now than I ever have been. Because of that love that I'm seeing. I'm amazed. I don't know if God has for me, I hope not, any more suffering. I've been through quite a bit since I was a kid. I hope that he's done so that I can continue on <laughs> ministering and teaching from what I've been through and what I know. But I know this, whatever he has today, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but today I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for my family. And I'm grateful for you, my church family, my community. Seeing you guys on Sunday, Wednesday night, the feedback I get. I'm, I'm so blessed. I don't, I don't deserve it. But I've, I've got it. <laughs> Thank you. So we're going to wrap this up in a bit, but I got a few more things to say. Let's hit this song and then we'll be right back.
And we are back for our final segment here on today's edition. And grateful that you are tuned in. Um, kind of just getting back into the groove here a bit. Tomorrow, I'll be starting, Lord willing, the book of Jonah. And some of the things that God is showing me, showing us. Uh, because I bet you're going through some of the same thoughts that I go through in life. So uh, that'll be tomorrow. Uh, tonight, my brother is opening God's Word in the Gospels at 7 o'clock. So come out and uh, enjoy the worship and the music that is fresh, that is new, er, and, uh, and then enjoy him bringing forth the Word of God. And then um, Wednesday night, please, we're going through the book of Proverbs. And every time I hear something that I need and get to apply directly to my life. Every time. That's what Proverbs does. And my dad is able to open up God's Word both through his knowledge and also his experiences. And I appreciate that. My mom has been there for my family while I've been kind of taking a break these past six or seven weeks. And it means so much to me to have a woman in my life that is not only loving my kids, but training them, whether they know it or not. She doesn't do it necessarily in a way that is extremely um, visible, but it's more intangible. And what a blessing. And then my dad being there for me personally over the past several weeks. Wow, I'm blessed. And then my wife doing all of it. She's amazing. She's got a lot of energy, I'll tell you that. So I'm, I'm just thanking the Lord for all that he's done. And then you, thank you. Thank you for, for being here. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for cheering me on. Thank you for being you. Guys, I mean that. I really do. So if you want, you can stay tuned in to the, the radio program here on uh, Rogue Grace because we'll be enjoying the, the Word of God, but also things that He's showing me uh, from His Word that I think, I hope, are really relevant and, I don't know, practical, I suppose. So that'll be good, too. So that'll wrap up today's program. We'll take a 15-minute siesta, so to speak. Uh, normally, I think I go the whole hour, but... Today, I'll take 15 minutes off. But um, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face, his face shine upon you. And he does. All you have to do is believe it. 
That way you can receive it. So this is Peter John, and thanks for your prayers. Come out tonight. I'll see you here. God bless.